Goethe von Gogelia once said, British monarchy exists not to exercise power, but to keep other people from having the power. Keep this in mind. As we discuss today, the aftermath of the death of Queen Elizabeth and what will it mean for not only the future of, of Britain as a country, but global order. My name is Dr. David Wallalu. And my name is Elizabeth Ann Stewart. And you are watching Geopolitics in Conflict. In a way, I didn't have an apprenticeship. My father died much too young. And so it was all a very sudden kind of taking on and making the best job you can. It is with the deepest of sorrow that we learn today of the passing of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. We are all devastated by the news that we have just heard from Balmoral. The death of Her Majesty the Queen is a huge shock to the nation and to the world. Buckingham Palace has announced the death of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. You know, it's actually been very interesting watching the aftermath of mm -hmm. the passing of Queen Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. And it the most interesting thing to me has actually been the varied responses to her passing. Yeah. So, you know, normally um, I think that there is a period where where everyone is just very sad, which understandably, because losing losing people that you care about is very sad. Well, I disagree with you. Not everybody is sad. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. I disagree with it's you. Not everybody. Not everybody is sad, is sad because so some. You actually, do agree. With well, I do agree with you too <laughs> on some, but disagree with you on the other. Why? Because there are some in parts of the world now. The history is coming up. Right. And I think that with the passing of Queen Elizabeth, that has actually opened the floodgate exactly. Exactly. To, uh, to a lot of history that has not been talked about and not not very past history. It's not it, it's not history that's that ended back then. No, there no. are still repercussions that are felt of that history yeah. right now. And some of them are, are recent as uh, 1950s. So. Interestingly enough, some of it is recent and as uh, I think it's 2015. So some of the things that came out about slavery, it turns mm. out that the British Empire had actually paid the slave owners. And for whatever reason, that payment didn't complete. Like British taxpayers didn't finish paying for that until 2015. Oh my gosh, yeah. Well, this is what we're going to be talking today about. It just, it's not about, you know, pointing fingers or yeah. we don't do that. It's the idea of uh, interesting enough that the passing uh, when, when she died, history comes full circle. And the point we were going to be, you know, just highlighting with the examples of the British Empire is that how the cycles in history tends to truly repeat, repeat themselves. Absolutely. You know, this is almost the equivalency, at least in my opinion, for when the Roman Empire. Mm -hmm. So now we are witnessing this with Britain transitioning now to King Charles III. If you only know the history of King Charles I and King Charles II, the dark history of that. And this is where a lot of people are thinking now, what can we expect from the new king? Absolutely. I think that there's a lot of people who are very are questioning what to expect from him very strongly. Well, rightly so. When you yeah. consider who he was involved with, what he did, I got a few examples. I'm going to share them with you. And for example, I'll start with Northern Ireland, which a lot of people, it's a very complicated story. Mm -hmm. But it goes back to the 1970s 
when the Britain, the army, shot the speaker at the time, the Sinn Féin, that's how it's all the Northern Ireland problems came about. But guess who was in charge of the regiment at that time? It was King Charles III, mm -hmm. which means gave the order for the shooting. That's why it's a complicated history. Yeah. And a lot is going to be wondering now about, is Scotland going to be seeking independence? So that's very interesting. And, and I think there's actually, over the last, we, we did a show even on this, I think, um, that there have been countries that are now trying to distance themselves. And this is not different than that. No, it's not. Because if you look at history without going into more details about it, mm -hmm. even till today, you still have some independent states, sovereign states, under the British ground, which Huge makes... ones. Our neighbor to the north. Canada, yeah. Australia. Australia. New Zealand. Yeah. Majority of the countries in the Central America. Mm -hmm. It's like in the Caribbean and all that. Which is ridiculous, at least in the case of Canada and Australia and New Zealand. Right. And to me, it becomes like the question, do they even have sovereignty? That's a big question. Yeah. And we're not even talking about the tax that those citizens of those countries pay in the royal family, per se. You know, yeah. once again, we are not bad-mouthing there. We're putting the facts on the table. And, and I think that the big thing that's happening right now across the world, and part of the reason that you're watching this, is that people actually are interested in this now. It's, uh, you were talking about Scotland earlier, mm -hmm. and um, an article that I, I think actually was published before her, her passing talked about how she owned, uh, Queen Elizabeth actually owned the rights to all of the gold mines in Scotland. <laughs> all of them. Well, like the pr Prince William or whatever, mm -hmm. he just inherited $1 billion one, yeah, from just the real estate in yeah. the southwestern part of London. Yeah. That's just that. So, but here's the question. Will he or his dad pay the inheritance tax? No, they will not. <laughs> They're not required to. We are? Oh, right. yeah. We are. <laughs> yeah, that tells you right yeah. there where the issue is. So, mm -hmm. But I'm not surprised. You know and why? You know why? Because they had a clause into the system that prevents the course, royalty from paying. Did. Of course they did, right? So I think the big thing that's happening that you're talking about mm -hmm. here, David, is that people are, people are starting to really pay attention to the sort of ruling elite classes. And, you know, Britain is going through a very, the UK is going through a very challenging time with energy oh my gosh, through yeah. the roof, with huge inflation, and people are really hurting and people are really suffering. And everyday people, too, yeah. we're not talking about, you know, the lowest common denominator. I mean, this is across the board. And so looking at not paying inheritance tax, looking at the fact that the, the monarchy is actually paid to be the monarchy, right? <laughs> right. And, uh, it's and it's ridiculous. millions and millions of dollars to do uh, that. You, you want me to give you the figure? Yeah. It's about 86 million euros a on a yearly basis. On a yearly basis. To maintain right? their, you know, it's kind of, you know, I'm not criticizing. I'm not a British. Right. right. I'm we an are, American. Yes. Yeah. You know, I don't speak for, the Brits have their own brain to think. But it's so dumb and stupid that mm -hmm. they are going through economic hardships, and yet they have to pay the taxes to support the lifestyle of the monarchy. Uh, you know, yeah. it begs the question of what is pragmatic here. Absolutely. Once again, if this is what the British people want, mm -hmm. more power to them. Absolutely. They have to live with that. Not a, but the problem becomes into the idea of 
you know, the monarch is hiding their dark, what they have done. I have two cases, one specific one that I am very familiar with. And they happened the way back. Uh, it happened in Kenya mm -hmm. when it was a 1 million, 1.5 million individuals were detained in, in villages that were barbed wired. Mm -hmm. You start to question the judgment of that. You look at, for example, Bahamas. Yes. And Jamaica right yeah. now. There's a conversation in Jamaica. You know, the majority, do you know that the majority of Jamaican uh, uh, inhabitants mm -hmm. traces their roots back to Africa because it was the transfer Absolutely. of slaves yeah. over there? I think it was six million exactly. slaves so, over to the so, Americas. And this is why you're having a conversation today yeah. in, in Jamaica as far as, is it time to just break away from, I don't see Canada doing that. I don't see Australia. I don't see New Zealand. No. Those are kind of states that... They exist there on the world stage, but they have no, in my opinion, yeah. they lack that determined sovereignty. It's almost like what happened to British Empire when it was collapsing. The arrangement was it will come under mm -hmm. the, the wing of the United States. Obviously. Well, so that's an interesting thing on its own right. So yeah. if the UK was to come under the wing of the United States, of the Brit what was left of mm -hmm. Britain's Mm -hmm. empire really was to come under the wing of the United States and then it still has countries under its sovereignty what does that mean exactly yeah it's just how the uh, the world is really calling the shots yes. is really the question that yeah. I have there yeah and this is where you know may she rest in peace so you know you don't Absolutely. you don't talk Absolutely. you don't talk bad over the over the dead people mm -hmm. once they die that's it. it but, but it's just there are certain aspects that needs to be addressed because that's part of what history is all about mm -hmm. or how the UK came to be as an empire. Yeah. So I'm not saying they are all bad. Yeah. That is not what I'm saying, Absolutely. just to make this clear. Absolutely. Because believe it or not, the British Empire did some good things. They, and I'll yeah, give you an, okay. exa you know, give you an example. Yes, it's in Bombay. Mm -hmm. The train station that is built in Bombay, mm -hmm. you, we don't even have it here in America. It was the bridge that built it. Yep. It was the healthcare. It was the yep. education. I mean, let's be fair. Absolutely. Let's be fair. But on the other hand, when they were there, all the gold that belonged to India yep. was moved to Britain. Yeah. So that's why it behooves probably the new king to return the, the gold to India and Venezuela where it belongs. When you, we also have some diamonds. Well, when you look at the, the crown, yeah. oh, you know, yeah. where are all those diamonds coming from? Right. And there's a lot of controversy about that right it now. Is, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, we're going to have called spade a spade. Absolutely. You know? uh, and I don't personally, I don't shy away from calling the truth. It's like when somebody criticizes me personally. Yeah. I welcome that. Because that tells me that person has the strength and gut to look at me and tell me you are wrong on this and yeah. that. You respect that. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's, the, that's, that's why we wanted to address this issue, just to highlight. Well, it's important to bring up, right? Like, mm. like you were talking about. And I, this is something that uh, I think is very important to bring up in general, is that any time there's, there's an inability to criticize or a lack of differing opinions and only one opinion is allowed to be valid, that, that takes... You know, every coin has two sides. That's true. You can't only listen to one side. I think that, you know, Queen Elizabeth was a very strong monarch. And I think that many people question whether Charles can be that strong of a monarch. And I think a lot of this not coming out until after she passed or being a big deal until after she passed yeah. is credit to 
the strength that she did have. Exactly. Why? Well, because you, to maintain a, a monarchy and stability for seven decades, yeah. that requires more than... Uh, and it requires also to cut some deals behind closed doors. And, the scene. and I am sure, the, you know, she had to do what she had to do for the survival of the monarchy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you're absolutely correct. The question about whether the new king yeah. will make even, for example, his ties to World Economic Forum. As an, they're as an huge, and they are not secrets. Yeah. Um, they're yeah. pretty well known. Yeah, you look at also the idea of that uh, next... I mean, I'm sure by the time this video is released, the funeral, the mm-hmm. state funeral, that is, which, by the way, will cost taxpayers, taxpayers yeah. in, in the UK about $9 million. Well, and that's a big question, right? And that may be one of the biggest questions is, um, you know, with the situation the way that it is, is the monarchy worth the dollar spend that they are. And I don't have an answer to that, right? No, but the, UK, but the UK people are willing to but pay that. Ab- so absolutely. they have to, I'll use the term, suck it up, because that's their decision. Yeah. That's almost like, you know, when you are a teenager and you make some stupid decision, yeah. whatever, you're going to live with the consequences. Absolutely. End of story. Same thing. Yeah. If the British people understand, if they, that's what they want, more power to them. You know. Absolutely. I do find one thing interesting that's going to happen during the funeral. Mm-hmm. You know, I got my own sources. You know. Okay. Yeah, you I know. know. I know. <laughs> What's interesting is that uh, Prince Harry is not going to wear the military uniform. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, but Prince yeah. Andrew will. And if you know the history of Prince Andrew with Epstein... (laughs) He has a very strong history. Yeah, well, you can just see all the ties. By the way, you know... That's not secret either. No, it's not. That's very well... That's pretty well known. Just, by the way, how they they quelch the the story of Prince Andrew when he paid the settlement. Well, he didn't because he didn't have money. It was Queen Mother that paid the money. Yes. Oh, goodness. Yes. So... You know, I'm sure I might be hearing from MI5 or MI6. So, <laughs> well, we're not you know. saying anything well, that's secret, right? Well, <laughs> you know, if they want to talk to me, more power. So we kind of know each other, shall we say. Uh-huh. Well, we're not saying anything no, that's we're secret, not. but we are yeah, saying be- stuff that's important. Yeah, right? on a serious note, yeah. it is problematic because they just arrested a young person that was posting a poster that says, you all know my king, whatever. Uh, and they end up charging the person. Yeah charged with uh, disturbance to peace or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that in the UK... That's rough, yeah. ...person is charged for expressing his or her opinion, mm-hmm. it's problematic to begin with. It's hugely problematic. Yeah. But at the same time, it's no different than what we have in a different setting. Absolutely. Because we are, we, you know, if you happen to be an American watching this, yeah. I am sure you are aware... <laughs> well, uh, well, yeah, yeah. And I think most of the world is aware right now that, you know, the United States was founded on free speech. That's that's one of our founding tenets of this country is freedom of religion and free speech. Yeah, absolutely. But here's the importance of that freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. You know what included in it was the idea of freedom of the press. You yeah. know why? It's to hold the government accountable. Absolutely. And this is why and nobody believes in a established media anymore because they are not advocating the truth. Yeah. And this is what we are all about on this channel here. Yeah, just because we are not going to waver from that no matter what. Absolutely. That's the way I, I look well, at it. Because we, you know, we aren't, we aren't elite. <laughs> no, we're not. We're just average. We're regular you know, people. Yeah. Well, heck, we are doing all this with basic stuff. No, mm-hmm. we're not getting funding from any. We're just doing it ourselves. But at least... We have something to offer people. Absolutely. It's the truth. And this is what we're going to be doing on our yearly course. 
But when we're going to talk Absolutely. about, you know, issues that matter. And if you guys want to, there is a free a link to a free PDF, three ways to know if you're hearing truth or lies, and it gives you a couple of the techniques that we have gained and developed over mm-hmm. many many years of career, so that you can spot whether you are hearing the truth or lies in mass media or even in your life. Um, so that is something. Click on the link below. It's at yeah. uh, geopoliticsinconflict.com/truth-or-lies. Yeah. Well, you know, the reason why I didn't know that, because you're taking care of it. <laughs> yes, that's okay. You I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't do it, I don't do with technology stuff, you know. You know, I know how to manage the basics about it, no. you know. And you are also a producer by training. Yes. Absolutely. And by the way, you know, can I share with them that you've been in England? You went to Cambridge. I, well, I, I did not. I studied at Cambridge. Studied in Cambridge, yes. whatever. Uh, so you are familiar with the British yeah. society, how it is. Well, and honestly, I had an extraordinary time. So uh, I studied at Cambridge when I was 15 years old. Um, they have a summer exchange program yeah. where a handful of students from around the world get to go and study at Cambridge or Oxford and um, and I studied there, and it was one of the most extraordinary times in my life. And it you was had, wonderful. And you had the pleasure of meeting. Uh, yes, Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking. Wow. I, I took. Uh, I did not take class from him, but he was there. Uh, I took quantum physics when I was there. Well, so I am in the presence of greatness, <laughs> no, huh? No, no, Shall no, we no, say no, that? No, no. But no. it was extraordinary. And, and I mean, literally, it was one of the best times in my life. Yeah. And, you know, the British people are good people they are. overall. Yeah. Like every, everywhere, everywhere else. else. You know, it's the government. And, and I think that right now, part of what's happening is a lot of the old ways are kind of being phased out. We don't need them anymore. Yeah. They aren't really useful anymore. And I think with the passing of Queen Elizabeth, that's a question that at least I'm hearing from my British friends and the internet is ablaze with it, is, is the monarchy still useful? Yeah, is it still yeah. the best yeah. thing for the people? Because ultimately, if it's not the best thing for the people, then you got You have to ask that question. Yeah. And if it is the best thing for the people, yeah. you have to ask that question too. Yeah. And there are, there are some, given the type of monarchies, just yeah. FYI, I, I teach government, so I kind of, you have to understand about the form of governments, you yeah. know, uh, democratic monarchies or constitutional monarchies, rather, uh, rather. You know, this is unlike what you have in, for example, Saudi Arabia, which right. is an absolute monarchy. Right. You know, what you have in Jordan, absolute monarchy. Right. But what you have, for example, in uh, Denmark, Holland, even Morocco, the, the, the yes. king doesn't get involved much. You yeah. know, he's kind of living the political process on its own. Yeah. They have almost the same in England to a degree. Yes. Uh, the question now, this is the concern about King Charles now. Mm-hmm. You know what the concern is? How much he's going to meddle. Yeah. He's going to meddle into the political, yeah. and that is problematic. And knowing what I know, for example, mm-hmm. that most of the weapons from Britain were sold through him. Because he had to visit deal. certain, starting with the top, Saudi Arabia, it's about $20 people, billion. Dollars. How many people do you think know that? Not a lot. Not a lot. This is, and it's not a classified. Yeah, you know, it, I can no, talk it, about it openly. But I knew about it way back when I was still in Washington and all that stuff. Because I traveled in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. I was there. You know, uh, you know Prince uh, at that time, Prince Charles, was involved in ensuring there is that... Uh, silent agreements yeah. between the weapon industry in UK and the monarchy. 
that's kind of a big deal. Not a lot of people would know that. Yeah, well, but, the, but it, like you said, it's not classified. No, 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 no. This no is it's information not. It's that not. You can go find yeah. yourself. Just yeah. you know. Yeah. The, the ten countries. Yeah, the ten countries from the the Middle East, mm -hmm. starting with Saudi Arabia, with the highest. Morocco, even Morocco included, for about uh, I think twenty uh, million dollar, which wow. is nothing in what yeah, it says. Saudis had twenty point eight billion dollars. Yeah. So he was the candidate. The other one has to do with, for example, uh, King Charles' speech in two thousand nineteen. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people do not know that the reset, this global reset, yeah. it wasn't about from the World Economic Forum. It was from King Charles. Wow. You know. Well, and a lot of people are very much upset about the way that a lot of things are going in that regard. Well, rightly so, because, you know, it's, it's, our, it's our survival. And again, this is not about just criticizing and all that. Yeah. It is understanding about the peaceful existence of all of us, humans. Absolutely. I don't yeah. care where you came from. I don't care what color skin you have. Mm -hmm. I don't care what your religion is or political orientation, whatever. Yeah. It's the idea that there is something we all share. Absolutely. Is that peaceful? full coexistence that's Absolutely. all it is it's it's you know uh, the innovation that we've been able to have as humans doesn't actually come from conflict it no no it does not cooperation yeah it comes from the fact that we're stronger together than we are apart yeah we're we're actually like if we had our best interest at heart and i'll, I'll plug our other channel it's called heart of the warrior uh, there was a link to it earlier in this video, and mm -hmm. there's one in the description below. But it's all about the reality is that we actually are stronger together. There's there's these fake divides. But, you know, astronauts, when they go into space, they say, I don't see countries. I see one planet. It's one planet. You're I right. see one world of people. And that's really what we're about here is the one world of people that that we can we can do great things together. Unfortunately, there is what I always call the hidden hand behind the scenes that is maneuvering the process. And uh, the current king had some involvement with some, uh, because you, you look at throughout history, who are the most influential families? Absolutely. The Rothschilds, whatever. Actually, it was a picture of one of the Rothschilds pointing a finger at King Charles at the time when he was prince. Wow. You don't touch the yeah. monarchy person. Wow. Well, he did. That tells me that the story tells everything. Yeah. The picture tells the story right there. But, and again, it's not about all the criticism, whatever. It's about understanding our existence, mm -hmm. all of us as a human, because it's one life to be lived. We pass in. Here she is. She passed away. What did yeah. she take with her? Nothing. Nothing. As I always say, we go out as we came in. Yep. With nothing. We came with, with nothing. nothing and we live with nothing. Yeah. So the wealth and all this, you know, yes, you enjoy it. More power mm -hmm. to you. But at the end, we're all going to go. Absolutely. We're not taking anything. It becomes just what have you done what for humanity. You, absolutely. That's what all is going to matter. Because yeah. people are going to remember you with that. Yeah. That's all. Yep. Are they going to be remember you were driving some expensive car or the restaurant? Yeah. No, all that no. stuff is nonsense. You know, no. it becomes how you have treated fellow human beings. Absolutely. That's the way I look at it. So. Absolutely. Well, okay. any, any final thoughts from you before we close um, this? You end? know, just our condolences to those who are mourning the loss of Queen Elizabeth. Um, you know, we've all had loss in our own lives that we mourn deeply. So. To those who are mourning, our condolences. Indeed. As always, prepare yourself for a changing world order. Till next time. Bye-bye.